Have you ever wondered where the problems in the world today would exist if we had deeper connection to ourselves, others, and the environment and acted from that place? Welcome to the Conscious Action Podcast with your host, Brian Burneman, who believe that connection is the key to taking conscious action as individuals and creating a better world. We are here to raise awareness and inspire meaningful action by sharing stories, knowledge, and conversations with thought leaders and change makers. From sustainability to well-being and everything related to conscious living, our mission is to empower you to be the change that you want to see in the world. Welcome everyone to a new episode of the Conscious Action Podcast. I am Brian Burnham, your host. And for this episode, I wanted to explore one of the topics that I talk a lot about, and you have heard me on this podcast before, about mental health. When this episode is coming out in New Zealand, it will be Mental Health Awareness Week. And so I just wanted to talk a little bit about my perspectives, my understanding on this. And hopefully some of those can resonate and support you. What is mental health? Um, I see a lot of times mental health as just talking about the mind. Uh, for me, I usually talk about well-being in a holistic perspective. The mind, the body, the emotions, the feelings, uh, our relationships, our social aspect our relationship to our environment, all of it is part of our well-being, including how we work, what we do for work, how we make a living, our living situation, everything. Because everything has uh, an impact in a sense. And as well, something that I work a lot with, which is trauma what happened in the past and the energy of our ancestors and what happened in the past as well. So one of the biggest things when I hear about mental health is that a lot of times it is talked about as if it is something negative, mental health, as if it is a problem. Mental health is not a problem. The problem is perhaps not being able to understand that health to be in illness perhaps mental illness would be more appropriate when we're talking about an issue and i also don't think that that's true because that also talks about how which is the a normal brain or a normal mind versus uh, one that is ill so how do we come to grasp the differences between what enables one to function in this modern society versus something that doesn't allow you to function as well. When I see a lot of times that this is growing and growing and growing, a lot of people having more letters being diagnosed to them. Now, that comes from a place that, as an example, if someone is not able to pay attention at school, then they get a disorder like ADHD, like, you know, they have an attention deficit. Well, that person might not have an attention deficit. Whoever is presenting might not actually be engaging them. I mean, a lot of times our system is really old, 
and it doesn't serve us anymore. So it is actually a natural response for a kid to want to get up, want to do other things, daydreaming or whatever, and not pay attention to someone just talking at them and making them sit for hours and hours. So we need to understand when we're talking about mental health, about what's a natural response to things. It is, in a lot of times, the most important aspect of health, the fact that we can be resilient and we can adapt and we can change and we can understand how to dance and how to flow and how to navigate through what it is that is going on. That is the capacity that we can have. And that is the way that we can see if someone actually, you know, is doing well, if they can adapt, not by repressing, not by shutting down, not by not being themselves, by navigating through the complexities that makes life life. So when something happens, as an example, in someone's family, for example, someone passes away, it's a natural response if someone is feeling sadness or is crying. That is a sign that they are having a healthy relationship with what is going on. If someone doesn't feel anything at all, even though from outside might seem like, oh, you know, like they are strong, that might actually be an indication that they don't know how to be in relationship with the feelings that are showing up based on a loved one passing away. When we see someone on the street, what do we feel? You know, most of us, if we live in a big city, we go past walking a lot of people on the street, if you live in a big city especially. And most people I have talked to, you know, they just don't even notice it anymore. They don't think or feel anything. But it is natural to feel for them as well. It's natural response when something is happening to feel that and to allow ourselves to feel that. Now, the key there is to allow the feeling to take place so that by being present with it, we can process what is happening. Therefore, we are no longer caught in that energy or in what happened. We can move with it. We can move through it. We can move beyond it. That doesn't mean negating what happened. That means we actually processed what happened so that then we can be in the here now present. So when we're talking about mental health or just general well-being, we need to understand, one, it is really complex. Two, it is something that is so important that if we are not taking care of our well-being, 
nothing else really matters because if I am not well, I can't show up for you, for others. I can show up at work. I can show up. So when we understand how this needs to be a priority, then we can change how we are doing things in our society. We are measuring things. You know, a, a, a measurement of a healthy society, like a lot of times is measured through GDPs and like economic indicators and different indicators in terms of certain things that at the end of the day, perhaps they are not what matters. People, our environment, a healthy environment, healthy people, healthy communities, for me at least, that's much more important. And that is the foundation that perhaps we need to measure societies. Then it is really important to understand that we all have trauma stored in our bodies. We all have that, regardless if some of us have had traumatic events, that is capital T trauma, or just trauma as something happened in a way that we weren't able to process it or deal with it or manage it in the moment. Therefore, we're taking that on. And everything that we are experiencing is colored by that experience. We create a lot of different tendencies, patterns of behaviors, and defense mechanisms based on all of that experience. So when we start to understand that we're all carrying a huge backpack, then we can see there's no reason to carry that any longer. So we can do healing work. We can actually acknowledge that we've been carrying all of that, which we didn't know that we've been carrying it because that's just how it's been. I remember once I, I was living abroad. Uh, I moved away from Argentina and I was doing some things and I, my mom called me and she asked me how I was doing. And I told her, I just feel like I took off a 20 kilo backpack of my back. I didn't even know that that was there, but it was so heavy and it felt so different once I was able to let that go. And when we understand what came before us, even if we don't know all of the stories, even if we don't know the actual people, nowadays it is proven that information gets passed down in the DNA and as well in the world that I work and in the energy field. Whatever happened to our ancestors that wasn't processed, we carry that. So, you know, if someone in your family went to war or even if someone died of certain circumstances or someone was abused or 
whatever it was or you know like you live in a place like most people in the world live that was colonized and the lands were taken and people were killed all of that has a huge impact on you now at this moment when we understand that and we can actually look in and do that work of healing ourselves we can start to bring a capacity to be well and then that means that we can feel more balanced more aligned in how we're living our lives how we're showing up and how we're responding to things not based on what is normal based on what is natural a natural response to life because normal for me is not natural how most people live their lives completely bottling down and completely disconnected that is not healthy and i know i used to be one of those i didn't know before but i was disconnected from my body and it wasn't still until i started to do movement practices of tibetan yoga and other somatic practices with meditation as well that i realized wow i was so disconnected from my body i had no idea what was going on with my feelings my emotions anything so therefore i wasn't able to process it but i didn't get the information and the knowledge and the wisdom that my body was carrying so we need to understand one this is really complex and we need to put time and energy into developing a better relationship to ourselves our minds our bodies our environments our relationships all of it it is interesting how you know because i work with with some businesses how some businesses are starting to make this a priority prioritizing the people that are working there which i mean it should always be the case but it's not mostly and i find a lot of times that the way that people live their lives has such a huge impact on what they do not only from an energy perspective but also from the quality of what they do you know if someone is dealing with something and they are not able to actually process it they might be ruminating and just thinking and thinking and thinking therefore they have no capacity to work or to do their job efficiently and productively and also when we are not able to deal with what it is that happened to us that leads to physical illnesses when we don't actually process our experience that creates a blockage and the body is slowly tapping you in the shoulder every time and telling you hey i'm here look at me look at me look at me and when we're done look at it at some point it's going to come up with something that we can't not we cannot see it's going to show up there with a number of different things like autoimmune diseases or 
uh, two more or, or whatever it is that is going to show up physically. That is how the body shows us that is something that is not processed or something is out of balance. So I could talk a lot about this, <laughs> but I wanted to keep this episode a little bit brief. What can we do? One, we need to understand where we are going to stop. Stopping is one of the most important things that we can do. If we don't stop, we are caught in the cycle. And most of us, we are living in an automatic pilot and we are caught up in this wheel that it's going fast. We don't know where we're going, but we're going there and it's going fast. So we need to stop. And we need to stop and check in. What is going on? What is going on in my mind? What are the type of thoughts that are showing up? What is going on with my breath? Where am I breathing? How am I breathing? Am I breathing just up to my upper chest and my shoulders are going up? Am I breathing into my chest? Am I breathing into my belly? Am I breathing through the nose? Am I breathing through the nose, through the mouth? Just noticing. Noticing if we can starting to develop a relationship with the body. Can we notice any feelings, sensations? If we can't, let's move. Let's actually, you know, like embrace ourselves. Let's do movements. There's plenty of movements. If we search on online, if you search online, there's plenty of movements to reconnect. You can do practices like yoga or running or anything that will bring feeling sensations into your body. Even just jumping up and down will bring your heart rate up. So therefore you can actually feel your heart beating. And then you can put your hands on your chest and notice your heart beating. You can notice how does your environment look like. And without chatting, just noticing. Is it messy? Is it organized? Based on your understanding, not on what you think messy or organized means. Is things everywhere that you don't know where they are or do you know where everything is? Your relationship to your food. What are you eating? How do you feel when you're eating? Where did that food come from? Your relationship to others. How are your relationships? Are you actually having healthy conversations? Are you having nice relationships with people, with your family and friends, with strangers? Or are they challenging? Are they fights all of the time? Just noticing. Noticing your relation to your environment, to our Mother Earth. Noticing the different aspects of your life. How are you showing up at work? What goes on when you are alone? What goes on when you're with others? When we notice and we can actually pay attention to what is happening, then there's something we can do. Because until we actually acknowledge and see what is taking place, what came before as well, we can't do anything. 
that is going to support that. We can keep on trying new things forward, but if we don't do anything that is based on what came before, that is always going to hold us back. So assess that. Create space and time to develop a better relationship to yourself. Whether that is, again, stopping, meditating, closing your eyes, creating moments of, of presence, going out in nature, going to you know the mountain for a walk, going to the ocean for a swim, having time for dancing or playing or doing something that brings you joy. What are the things that are going to enable you to see where you are and what is going on and make yourself a priority and develop a better relationship with yourself? There's plenty of different practices, techniques, methodologies that one could use for all of this. But the most important thing is to be able to recognize where you are and recognize that also you don't have to do this alone. There is nothing wrong. It is not weak or anything to ask for help, to ask for support. That is why we're all here to support one another. And we need to recognize that when we are open, what some might call vulnerable, vulnerable, we're honest and open with what is going on others will be there for us perhaps not everyone because not everyone is ready to be with something deep or something challenging but some people will whether that is friends family or you know a therapist um, a coach a mentor a community member we don't need to do this alone and actually, coming together is one of the things that heals us. So, mental health, well-being, super complex, many different aspects to it. But we need to make this more of a priority. As the world keeps on changing, as things keep on happening, we need to understand how can we respond and how can we dance with all of these different energies? How can we swim in this ocean of change? We need to understand our role and our place in it and what is natural responses to things. So I hope that something from here resonated, that you're taking something from this. If you are actually going through something or you have gone through something and you work through it i would love to know about it so leave us a comment whatever it is that you're hearing or watching this episode thank you for being here until next time bye what did you like the most about this episode take a moment to think about what change you can make in your life today Share your conscious action on social media using hashtag conscious action and tagging at conscious action and said so we can celebrate your impact on the world and create a ripple effect. One easy action we would love for you to take right now is to share, like and subscribe to this podcast. This will help us get these messages out into the world and inspire more people to take conscious action in their own lives, contributing to the better world we hope for.